When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to No Filler. I'm Quentin. And I'm Travis. Time for another What You Heard. Here's Josh Homme covering Paul McCartney's Lavatory Lil. Look out for Lavatory Lil. Look out for Lavatory Lil. You think that she's a winner when she's cooking you your dinner, but she's really moving in for the kill. Lavatory Lil. Watch out for lavatory little She says it's hunky-dory when she's telling you her story But she really thinks you're making her ill Lavatory little Yeah If you saw it coming, you could look the other way about it i mean it was fucking perfect man. yeah so as we mentioned that was josh josh hom doing uh homie shit one of these days josh homie right. doing uh laboratory lil by um, paul mccartney on the uh mccartney three imagined man when you look at the the list of 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 uh artists that contribute to this beck krongbin blood orange saint vincent Anderson Pack. I mean, what of? I mean, of course, like he can get any artist to to do a. Uh, I mean, everybody's in line for that, right? Like, sign me up for that. Personally curated by McCartney, so okay. He's a big fan of you know all what? these that, artists. Yeah, that means he said, "Give me Josh Homme, give me Krong Band." Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and like you said, that is a. It's straight up queens of the stone age yeah i was gonna say it's a perfect song for the, for them yeah that that sounds more like i want to know if he if he had any of his his usual crew uh collaborate with him on this song if it's just him so i don't know if mccartney actually is anywhere near these recordings i doubt it mm. i'm sure that they're just mm-hmm. recorded by the other artists and sent his way yeah but that solo sounded like mccartney on the guitar and I love that. And my guess is that Hami was paying tribute to McCartney's style of guitar playing. Yeah. Well, so you remember when we did our Queens of the Stone Age episode and we played some of those clips of, of, of Hami talking about his approach to guitar playing and how he just takes things and, and just does them slightly different than like the normal. And it makes it that unique Josh Hami, like, like you said, 
that's a that sounded like McCartney is what you're saying, mm-hmm. but it was also like distinctly Hami. So yeah, he's probably doing McCartney like in 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 the style of of obviously because that's Hami. Hami can't play guitar without without sounding like Hami. You know, what I mean, his guitar sound and and style is so unique. You know, but that's what's cool about. But that, that was a McCartney solo, and that was, was right when I heard that I was just like floored. Yeah, he's probably just. Paying homage to homage to obviously homage to McCartney, but he's still doing it in the Josh Homme way. Love it. But yeah, I was gonna say I feel like that sounds more like a Queens of the Stone Age song than some of the latest Queens of the Stone Age releases. Well, that tells you something, dude, because that was just Homme by himself. Allegedly, I haven't looked into it. He may have collaborated <laughs> right. with some of his his usual people, but anyway. So um, yeah, go check out McCartney three, and then listen to McCartney three Imagined. Um, yeah, Laboratory Lil. I mean, it's it, this isn't too far off from how the actual song sounds. If you, I don't know if you've heard it yet, Trev. That's cool. All right, so let's just jump right in here and kick it off. This is how we typically do it. If you don't know, what you heard is our monthly mixtape. Is what we like to call it. So, I bring five tracks to the table. Quentin brings five tracks to the table, and we just go back and forth. We don't know what the other one is bringing. So, um, we usually like to play off each other if we can so yeah try to make it flow. if i got something that that'll flow well with what he just played i'm gonna drop it for you because exactly. i got a long list here i've got five in mind but i've got a really long list of what you hurts that i could i could drop any moment here dude i've got five and that's it so uh, this is what i'm stuck with oh, well, i have now. a what you heard playlist that's just forever evolving and that's a private one not the public one that anyone who's listening can can find uh which is our official what you heard playlist on spotify but i've got my own secret one that i've just i'm just dropping tunes in left and right anyways trev what you been hearing lately brother all right so this first track is um an artist that was that was uh brought to my attention brought to both of our attention it turns out by our good buddy mitchell who um sweet sweet mitchell we have mentioned this guy's name quite a bit uh throughout the uh the history of no filler so um yeah, you know, just like Quentin and I have always shared music with each other, like we do the same with Mitchell. Um, sometimes we'll just say, hey, check out this tune, man. I was listening to it. Thought you'd like it. In case you don't know who Mitchell is, uh, he's our lifelong friend. We've known him. I- I've known him longer than any other person besides family members. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he's a big music buff like we are. Uh, one day we will have him on the show. One day. But uh, today is not that day. But we do have a, an artist that uh, was brought to our attention by Mr. Mitchell himself. And uh, man, so he, he recommended a tune. I dug into the artist and and stumbled upon. Actually, this is the one that you told me to listen to, Q. This song is great, man. It is great. So these guys are called Good Boy. They are from Brisbane, Australia. Australia, Uh they they just know how to turn out the the good music these days, you know. There's something in the water, man, for sure. Yeah. Um so yeah, we're going to listen to a song off of their record that came out in last year almost a year ago to the day from April 20th of last year. Uh this album is called It Takes a Lot of Skill to Milk a Mare, and the song here is called CRF.
just good vibes, man. Yeah, it just brings it's a like smile. It's like a party song. A smile to my face, man. But yeah, so um, as they are, as they self-describe Q on their Bandcamp page, it's just four mates coming out of Brisbane looking for a nice time. <laughs> and they, dude, <laughs> that's perfect. They know how to make they, they know how to, how to how to make me have a nice time. <laughs> uh, when I listen to this music, it's just great, man. But yeah, it's it, good stuff. It is in the vein of the indie rock sound that that you and I um, are super uh, familiar with, um, intimate with, right? From from our our um, our days of, of coming into manhood, <laughs> you, you know, blossoming youth. The, the music that we that we you know our bread and butter from the two thousands, right? Early two thousands, yeah, man. Yeah. So like I thought this was funny because you know in Bandcamp the artists can tag whatever tag they want on a song, right? And I saw this pop out at me for this song, Pony Pop. Oh no! And I was like, is that a real thing? I googled it. It's not. They just came up with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so when you click, if you click on the tag Pony Pop on Bandcamp, it's just three of their releases. So this is a term that they've come up with. But this is Pony Pop. You heard it here first. Pony Pop. Um, I don't know what that means. Obviously, if you if you if you search Pony Pop, you're gonna see some pop vinyl figures for My Little Pony. Is what I just found out. <laughs> that makes sense. So as far as the rest of the world is concerned, Pony Pop is referring to My Little Pony pop vinyl figures. But well, listen, man, you know Pony Pop when you hear it, you know. And this yeah, is Pony Pop. You, you know, now that now that there's no other there's no other term I'd use. This is Pony Pop, plain <laughs> and simple. But no, here's the um, here's their description of the song. I think it's hilarious, and I can you know they're from Australia, so you can almost hear their accent. CRF stands for nothing, not unlike all-round dislikable bloke and pig in a wig, the dishonorable Joe Hockey. I don't know what the fuck. This absolute scumbag spends taxpayer money on fancy food and plonk. He is a bit of a shit political figure and has little backbone. Enjoy the song. <laughs> wow. So they're either, they either made up someone named Joe Hockey or that's a person in australia that they just not big fans of and they want to go public about it yeah they just came up with the term crf and they're just saying that man this this guy's a total crf you know he's a scumbag whoever this person is they're talking about let's pony pop this asshole yeah the classic pony pop all right well that's yeah great song man check out these guys crf this album's great man um yeah it is yeah, so thank you, Mitchell, for sharing yes. this sharing this band with us, dude. Thank you. Always bringing good vibes, brother. Speaking of Queens of the Stone Age, there is a track on this record that I thought was funny. It's called "Teens of the Stoned Age." Oh, it has a has a D at the yeah, end. They're stoned. Teens of the Stoned Age. Nice. So there you go. Good boy has good taste in music because that that likely means they are fans of Josh Homme and, and the Queens of the Stone Age. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it over to you. For your first pick, what you got for us? All right, man. Well, I've been living in that classic early 2000s garage dream pop stuff for a couple weeks now, dude. Actually, from that era or no. bands that uh, sound like? This is all really new stuff. Okay. So this is going to be kind of a long-winded explanation, but I want to give proper cred to how I found out about this artist so um there is a person who is uh pretty active on reddit i'm subscribed to the cocktails subreddit because i used to bartend back in the day uh and this there's a there's a user on reddit called mixed drink mixtape 
And this person, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, or are they or them? They make cocktails, throw up the recipe, and then they curate a playlist to fit the style of the cocktail. Mm. Pretty cool idea, I think. Um, so this person has, let's see, on Spotify, we have, oh man. I mean, look at this, dude. I'm scrolling down. Dozens of playlists, and they're all curated perfectly to go along with a cocktail. And he gives you the recipe for the cocktail, too. So uh, one that I was jamming out to pretty hard uh, a few weeks back is called Old Pal Millennial Dad Rock. Uh, that's kind of sad to think about that Dad Rock is referring to the 2000s now. Yeah, there's some great stuff on here, dude. And here's the funny thing. I'm not playing an artist that I heard from this playlist. But I found an artist on here called Jude Schuma. Just classic garage rock good stuff. And he has a playlist on Spotify. Now, this is something that I'm learning about Spotify that I love. And I'm finding tons of awesome mm. music directly from the artists that I love. A lot of artists make playlists yeah. on Spotify. A lot of indie artists will do that. Like whenever it's a big, like a massive band, yeah. I'm always skeptical. It's like, is that really the band or is that like, you know, their label that did that? Some some intern at the label. Right, exactly. I, I am skeptic of that too. But so Jude Schuma has a playlist of his called Today's Top Hits. It says in parentheses here, a bona fide compilation of inspiration. Lots of brand new stuff on here. I found an artist on here that I am quickly falling in love with dude he goes by yacht club y-o-t so uh this is a an ep of his called nature machine came out last year uh and this whole it's a little five piece ep dude you're gonna fall in love with this guy's sound a five pcp what five did i say five piece oh five piece <laughs> five, ep five track ep is what i meant i guess <laughs> uh all right so here is track four off the EP. This song is called Waterfall. trying to place my finger on i got you dude 
Okay. Tell me. Reminds me of, and I can't think of the name of the guy off the top of my head. Singer of Balkans. Okay. I wasn't going to go in that direction, but I can see that too. Very uh, um, Julian Casablanca. Definitely out of that era. Yeah. Like you were saying. Now this came out in 2020 and that's what's interesting to me is that- Just came out last year. Yeah. And we've, I think we've talked about, I can't remember, you know, when I started to see the garage rock sound come back or if it's just always been there and I'm just making that up in my head. But it feels like it's sort of making a comeback, right? Oh, it is for sure, dude. And I got a few more tracks to to prove that to you tonight, man. For sure. Okay. Well, yeah. So uh, you know what else I thought of? Now, this is I'm pulling this way out of left field here. You remember Darwin D's? Yes. Holy shit! And thought about that guy in forever, man. Now his his stuff was a little bit poppier than this. It's a little bit more kind of uh, sleepy bedroom kind of stuff. Yes. But like same kind of vibe vocally, at least. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff, dude. So who now? Who are these? The nice guys. Okay, yeah, I was about to. Like... I was about to bring that up. So I was trying to okay. figure that out. I'm like, all right, because so on this EP, there's two artists mentioned: Yacht Club, Nice Guys. I think they're the scouting agent, dude. They put their name behind these up and coming indie artists, and they just slap their name on it. See that little Kool Aid Man face at the at the corner of the okay. album? Okay, yeah, that's the Nice Guys logo, and nice. I don't. I think they just produce and scout talent honestly i think that's what it is they have discography that is all just compilation records and i think this is all people that that are under there i think it's just a record label honestly um but yeah so if you liked yacht club search for nice guys on spotify soundcloud whatever and they're they're finding so i i dove deep dude i found a lot of great artists from nice guys um in this vein now travis have to play one quick little snippet of another Yacht Club song because when I found this out, I thought Travis is going to fucking love this, dude. Okay. So under his uh, Spotify page, if you just go to his bio, I think all it says is more tracks on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. So I said, oh, I'm going to hop onto SoundCloud and Bandcamp. And he's got a bunch of just unfinished, you know, uh, unreleased stuff on SoundCloud. At the very bottom, or towards the bottom, uh, there's a Talking Heads cover, dude. Mm. This must be the place. Naive, Naive melody. melody. Yeah. So here's Yacht Club's version of it. He calls it Naive Mel.
Man, it's amazing how how well that song translates, you know? Don't you love when that happens, dude? Yeah. So, like, that reminded me of Washed Out, the way that Washed Out guy sings. Big time. Um, I don't remember his name, unfortunately, but... um, This guy's great, dude. I love how the cover art was Buckley... Buckley and and Luann. Yeah, jumping on the trampoline. That's a great scene it in is. that in that episode that's not a talking head song that plays during that is it no they're jumping up and down to a um dream academy yeah man. what a great scene talking king of the hill for people who don't who don't know yeah if you're <laughs> if you're not in the know <laughs> anyways man yeah i'm glad that i'm glad that i kept scrolling dude i listened to a, lo- a bunch of stuff on this soundcloud before i got to that yeah that's cool um but yeah so that's yacht club uh i love what this guy's doing i really hope to hear more from him soon all right, man, pass it back to you. What you been heard? All right, so I found a, a so um, what are they called? Chemists. So I've talked about chemists before. We did an episode on them. Uh, they're a doom metal band, although they don't like that term, but they're a doom metal band um, out of Colorado. Anyway, they posted on their Facebook account. They were included in this this um, award thing called the Doomies. So there's a publication called Revolver and they they had a, a, a poll where they were kind of asking their readers like, hey, vote on, you know, what was the best um, new artist, new Doom artist of 2020, the best, uh, you know, debut album uh, from a Doom artist in 2020, stuff like that, right? And uh, one of them was like, well, what, what, you know, what's the best cover? Um, and chemist was on there for their um their cover of uh a song by um and i'm 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 blank this is not the song i'm bringing so i'm just you know providing unnecessary information here uh i don't remember what it was but um okay here it is it was rainbow in the dark which is a song by um dio i think anyway so they were on um they were on this doomies poll for um for their their cover song but I, I started poking around because like, hey, this is the Doomies 2021. This is arguably the best new Doom artists, right? Um, they've since closed these polls. But if I remember correctly, this band called Cryptograph was on the the, uh, the poll for um, best new album, best debut album. Let me, let me correct that. So best debut album of 2020. So anyway, I'm going to play a song here from this band called Cryptograph. And I would put them in the camp of more of a... Um, like a psychedelic doom band cue. So I think you're going to, I'm all about it. I think you're going to like it. So this song is called seven. Thank you. 
It's my kind of heavy, dude. Yeah. And that's, you know, that falls straight in line with the heavier sound of the 60s, right? Love it. The Sabbath, um, you know, those types of bands, right? You know, the reason I say psychedelic, I guess, is because there's a little bit of that. I'm actually going to play, I'm going to play a second clip here. This song is nine minutes and 20 seconds long. So it gets into like progressive rock territory, right? But like, I'm going to play a solo here in a second. But I just wanted to get your take on that. So like, yeah. I love this like you said man this is this is the kind of heavy that like is a little bit more accessible to maybe people that aren't metalheads you know Q we've talked about you in um, in the kiddie pool of, of metal with your floaties on I still got the floaties but you and Mitchell are quickly turning me and Ronnie too Ronnie I still haven't listened to those uh suggestions you gave me but I'm next time I got to mow that lawn I'm all over it I need to look at those and, and um, she gave us quite a few chime in yeah, uh, anyway but yeah because you know what, what this is uh it, it's it's a little bit of that harder blues rock infused type uh stuff like like what was happening with sabbath right um i like reading comments on um band camp sometimes because you're you're hearing other perspectives from listeners one person said bill geezer ozzy and tony are here referencing black sabbath eric and buck are here i gotta be honest i don't know who he's referring to <laughs> jimmy and john paul are here that's obviously zeppelin the result is this just sounds like a great this is kind of a chopped up sentence let me see this good the result is this oh, fuck. <laughs> the result is this great and timeless hard rock album not a doom record or a desert rock or a retro psych record or anything else just a fine record. Indeed. They're right. And that's kind of one of those things we talk about where it's like, yeah, we could throw the Doom label on them, but, you know, we could just also say it's, it's a great hard rock album, you know? It's got a bunch of different sounds that are going into it. Um, it just falls most neatly into the Doom camp of metal's landscape right now, right? But if you just look at it as a, a great hard rock record, absolutely. And for a debut record, this is this record is amazing. So it's a self-titled record. Go check it out. It's called Cryptograph, and that's the name of the band and the record. But let me uh, let me uh, bring this back in here so we can hear uh, this first solo that happens.
Yeah, man, that's good stuff. I I was just reminded of who of who in the same vein. Was that a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, I follow I followed it. <laughs> uh if you like that sound, one of my all-time favorite psych rock on the heavy side albums from the 2010s is the album Ruins by Wolf People. Mm. Came out in 2016. Trav, I know you're all about that album too. Yeah. Very similar vibes. Yeah, dude. Heavy, solid psych rock. Good stuff all around, dude. Crypt. Yeah. How, how do you say their name? Cryptograph. Cryptograph. Okay, dude. But yeah, that love you it. You know, it's hard. To, it was hard to fade during that solo. I kept going, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, like I said, that you know, that song is nine minutes and twenty seconds long. It's the longest song on the record. Uh, but anyway, check them out. Cryptograph. That song was called Seven. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it back at you. What you got for us next? All right, man. Well, I got a fun one for you. It's another another one from Reddit. So uh, this is from – was posted on thrift store halls. I like to see what people find from thrift stores. It's a really fun subreddit. This guy, the username is – I know the alphabets. One of my favorite <laughs> thing about Reddit, dude. Everyone <laughs> is always on like top of their game when they're picking their usernames. So – I know the alphabets. Clarifies that this wasn't found at a thrift store, but in a dumpster. Now look at this, Travis. This person found a rather large box of cassette tapes. That that's now that's look at this. This is an entire collection. That's something else, man. In a dumpster. Yeah. Wow. So I'm gonna okay. zoom in and see see what we got here. Okay. So here's what I did. I zoomed in and it's I, almost in alphabetical order. I started thinking no, he they did put it in alphabetical order. Okay, he did that. Okay. And I started thinking, okay, any 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 artists that I don't recognize, I'm going to listen to their stuff if I can find stuff on them. And okay. I, did, I, I went through a, a good chunk of these artists. So anyways, the people you know, we got Alice Cooper, we got Aerosmith, ACDC, we got a ton. Here's what I found out. All the bands that I didn't recognize the name of, it's cookie cutter uh, hair bands. Like the- The first Black Sabbath- First black on Sabbath. cassette, that's dope. Um, but the stuff that you don't recognize is the glam rock bands. Like Blue Murder. Yeah. You yeah, can yeah, just yeah. tell by the... Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. What else we got? Here? Dude, now... Def you want to talk about... You could turn an entire... We could do an entire podcast on this guy's find and yeah. do every single record. That'd be interesting. We won't do it, but that could be interesting. I'm going to reach out to this person and see if they're cool with me posting a picture of this on our subreddit. I yeah, mean, on, on our cool. Twitter page, because it's really cool. Anyways, so one of the top comments on this, uh, they say, nice 80s collection. Someone must have kicked the bucket. That's kind of sad. Uh, Isn't that something, dude? Like, think about that. Your record collection is going to end up in a dumpster yeah, it's, or it's pretty sad. at a thrift store when you die. Yeah, dude. But- there you go. It's it's lived on. This guy's music collection, this person's music collection lives on. And that's cool. Yeah. So this person says, give that King's X tape a listen. And Quentin, you said, I sure will. And I said, oh, I, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so I, I was able to actually read what the album name was on the, okay. on the little cassette. Uh, and out of the cookie cutter, just I'm talking like probably 10 of the artists that I checked out. It all sounded like the same band. These guys stood out. Okay. So this is a band again called Kings X. This is an album of theirs from 1989 called Gretchen Goes to Nebraska. This one is called The Difference, parentheses, in the garden of St. Anne's on the hill. 
So obviously some Crosby, Stills, and Nash um, is what jumps out at me. They don't sound like this at all. They they harmonize a lot, but, okay. but they are a lot more. I got to play another song, dude. I'm sorry, but I have to. All right. I have to. This is going to be a long episode, my friend. I know, dude. But this is just one of those moments, dude. One of those magical musical moments. <laughs> yeah. Never in a million years would I have found, right. out, found out about this band. If it wasn't for this guy sharing... This box of cassettes that he found in the dumpster, dude. And that, and the funny thing is that guy on Reddit went through and looked and scanned and said, make sure you listen to King's X. Exactly. That's the only one he said to listen to. Yep. And I know I can see why too. All right. So here's another one. You're going to like this, dude. Uh, so this one's called Pleiades. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing because like, you know, when you said it came out in 89, I was wondering, are we going to hear a, just a smidge of what was to come around the corner, you know, in 90s rock, right? And that did sound a little bit grungy, a little bit, but that's what was right. That was that was what was happening in the late 80s, bleeding into the, the 90s, right? Right before the grunge moment happened. But what's funny is like his voice almost sounded like the Dream Academy guy a little bit. Oh. Which is funny because you just—I mean, that's random, and, and just, I'm just connecting because because we talked about you, them earlier. You just mentioned them, but I'm yeah. But seriously, it had that leftover, like the hangover stuff from the '80s, from the like new wave in there. stuff. Yeah, yeah still in there, you know, making its voice heard. So what what I gathered from that person uh, taking the time to type out that comment and say, "Hey, check out King's X." Yeah, that's the one that matters. Out of like out of the more obscure stuff, this is According one of the ones to that, that guy. Well, but dude, I I took the time to listen to a lot of these bands. Okay, so you poked around, yeah. I poked around. Uh, these guys stood out for sure. Yeah, I mean that's really great. I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to listen to that later. Because uh, of the two songs you played, a, a very wide range there. 
Um, cause like I said, I was like, I was like, Hey, Crosby sells Nash, but that second song, nothing, nothing like that whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So anyway, very cool. So holy shit, dude, this is going to be a lengthy sode. I just Told realized. You, Told you, man. All right. Back to you, brother. Let's rapid fire these puppies. All right. We'll try it. We'll try to rapid fire. here. Okay. I've got a song. So this is an artist I've been listening to for a very long time. He's sort of in the same vein as a Tycho. Okay, so this is instrumental and um, it's electronic and it's, here we go, Q, hypnagogic. There it is. I just wanted to bring that word into the episode. So um, his name is Infinite Scale. At least that's what he goes by. His actual name is Harmy Palda. And uh, he's been making music since the late 90s. Uh, His his, uh, bio that he uses on several different places, he actually talks about it's written by him, which is interesting. He's like, most of the early equipment I purchased, such as the Novation Supernova, Technox Quasi MIDI, Alessis MIDI Verb, and the Mac G4 still exist. I found it difficult to part with these tools as they were such an important part in developing my sound, which is exactly what Scott Hansen talked about. You remember? Yes. And that is the first artist where we brought up the word hypnagogic pop was when we were talking about Tycho, so that's perfect. Uh, on this on this podcast, yeah, on the, yeah, on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, and can I just say real quick, dude? Quasi MIDI, come on, what an awesome name! I know, right? And <laughs> fucking brilliant. Um, anyway, so that that's kind of I, I love the idea of that. Like, if you started in the late '90s making music and you cultivated your sound using what now is like old school, outdated equipment, where you could just try to find some sort of patch or something like that or some sort of like thing to make that sound like you don't want to because like it's exactly what scott hansen said yeah exactly because like this is these are the these are your instruments right right this is your sound this is your um yeah your setup so anyway uh i'm just gonna play a record or a song off of his first record it's not his first record well maybe it is it came out in 2005 it must have been re-released in 2017 but it came out in 2005 it's called sound sensor And I'm going to play a song called Ghost.
Some coding music, huh, dude? I can see you just typing away. Getting into the zone. Absolutely. But yeah, I just, I love this kind of music, obviously. Um, I think I've talked about, the, you know, this this is what I gravitate toward for, for good, depending on what I'm doing. This is good background music for me. But um, yeah, if you like this kind of music, I've got a playlist for you that I've been working on since 2013, which is crazy to think that, that Spotify has been around that long. I know that's silly to think about, but that's nutty, you know? to think about yeah for some reason in my in my mind spotify is not that old but it's almost a decade old but i've got a playlist of stuff like that that's like almost 20 hours long the playlist hit me up on twitter and i will i will send you a link to that spotify playlist anyway um it's called hypnagogic idm q if you're wondering so i wanted to oh i'm i'm already subscribed to that dude oh you're one of my seven followers huh yeah dude of course I wonder who else is following me. <laughs> I wish I could see. Like, you can't see followers on Spotify, which is kind of weird. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Anyway, um, they're called Infinite Scale, or he, I should say, is called Infinite Scale. Check out his music on Spotify or Bandcamp or SoundCloud. Uh, he's all over the place. Apparently, he's also composed music for BBC, both radio and TV. So you may have heard his music on the BBC and you didn't even realize it. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it back to you. What you got for us? All right, man. I got to give another shout out to, uh, what was the name of that guy, dude? Oh, uh, shout out to Jude Schuma, who is the artist that, uh, has a playlist called Today's Top Hits. It's funny, I'm not playing any of his music, but he's got great music too. Like I said, it's more garage rock, uh, indie pop kind of stuff. It's good, but he has a killer playlist. And, uh, another one of the artists I found on there goes by Strong Boy, all one word. B-O-I is how you spell boy. Uh, and she released a little EP. Actually, this is just a single. Came out last year. The song is called Tough Girl.
That's amazing. There's so much going on right there. There's something happening, dude. In this, like right now, between last year and right now, yeah, between this stuff and Yacht Club and Nice Guys. I mean, but would you say Strong Boy is like garage rock though? Not at all. No. Okay. I, I cannot tell you how many songs I heard. Not cookie cutter, but in this. I'm just telling style. you right now. That sounded very unique to me. I haven't heard anything like that. Was almost like a like a Strude Gilberto kind of vibe to it, like bossa nova. A little bit. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on in that. Uh, but I was reminded of like uh, Sade a little bit, the vocals. Yes. And Astrid Gilberto. Yeah, I think so. Of Gitson Gilberto. I think the point I'm trying to make, if I could, you know, clarify, I think yeah, that- you need, uh, you need to do some clarifying. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's a shift. There's a shift in music okay. all right, happening all right. right yeah, now. I hear you. Yeah, sure. Uh, with younger artists. Uh, yeah, I think I can hear it. Because these are all brand new artists, dude. Most of them don't have more than just a handful of singles out. This uh, is yeah, all brand new stuff. There, there's a, yeah, I hear what you're saying. There is a shift toward- man, Why did that take so long to get out of my brain, bro? Sorry, man. You know what? I've had a rough day. You guys don't know how rough it was. But Travis knows. Because I was raging pretty hard earlier. I'll share the story at the end of the, end of the episode. I'll try to make it quick. Yeah. Okay, so, all right. So, I guess I'll pass it on to you, brother. So, that was, again, uh, Strong Boy. That was a great track. Really good. All right, Q. As you know, I've been I've been hanging out in the, um, the Dream Punk Vaporwave, whatever you want to call it, that pocket for a while. Like, I fell into the rabbit hole. I'm still in it. I'm still falling. So, I'm just going to bring another track. There's not much... The thing about these guys, these artists, there's not much out there about them unless they maybe have a description on their soundcloud page or something like that so i really don't know much about this person uh they go by the name modcom 81 and i'm just going to play a track off of their their album that came out last year called pagan two plus one and this song is called rise up
that was a cue. A minute and 43 seconds. That's the song. I was getting some old school, like, Detroit techno. Mm-hmm. Very much so. You know, what's funny about A little that, more Q, industrial, though. Is that, yeah, and, and like, you know, some drum and bass kind of stuff. Or at least with the, you know, the speed of the drums, right? Yeah. But, like, it's funny you said Detroit techno, because, like, you know, that that part in the middle that kind of sounded um, almost video game-ish, almost. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminded me of the Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack, which was inspired by Detroit Techno. So there you go. Wasn't that a game inspired by Street Fighters? Yeah, it was actually. It was it was uh, Sega's, or it was uh, this company's, this publisher's, uh, you know, answer to Street Fighter, right? Like this is what they, you can actually listen to the soundtrack on Spotify. They, they re-released it last year. We played the shit out of this game. Yeah, it's a great game. Actually, I think we I think we had this as our outro music to our Com Trues. Oh, you might be right. Um, maybe. It was either that or Shinobi. But anyway, when you listen to the music from Streets of Rage 2, it's a great electronic uh you know, Detroit techno type soundtrack, like if you really think about it. Yeah. Cool. So anyway. All right, Q. What what else you got for us here? All right, dude. Uh I'm gonna take us back to some more kind of punk garage rock stuff. This is the debut self-titled from a band called Fake Fruit. They are a punk rock kind of garage rock outfit out of Oakland, California. Big fan of this album, dude. Really great, like, freshman release. Getting some Courtney Barnett vibes from the singer. And you know I'm all about Courtney Barnett. I do know this about you. Uh, Fake Fruit is like if Courtney Barnett was in, like, a pop punk band. Um, I'm just going to read this quick little snippet of them on their Bandcamp page. It says, Fake Fruit Distill Pink Flag Era Wire Pylon and Mazzy Star to expound on the absurdity of modern life. Frontwoman Hannah Diamato leads the group through three-minute clapbacks of minimal, moody post-punk. All right, dude, this is probably my favorite on the record. It's it's not a duet, but this is one of the only times you hear the one of the other guys in the band sing along. The song is called Swing and a Miss.
So, yeah, there's definitely a a um, a sound that's 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 starting to, to to be very prominent in in like the indie scene, like you're saying, Q. And I'm I'm diving deep, dude. <laughs> I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all I'm 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 here for it. So like, it's a three piece, which that's the what have we been saying about three pieces, dude? That's my favorite kind of fucking band right now, dude. Three pieces. I'm all about them. Yeah. And I will say that her her lyrics and a lot of the other songs are very quick and witty, like Courtney Barnett. She sings very much like Barnett. She must have been a pretty big influence on her. But I will say that there's a lot more lyricism in the majority of the songs. This one I just liked because it was a little bit different and it's kind of a back and forth between the two. Good stuff. Self-titled Fake Fruit. Album just came out, I think, like early last month. So brand new stuff. All right, dude. Rapid fire brother last we're coming around the bend okay i'm just gonna get right into it here so um i'm gonna play a song by a band called ttng they used to go by this town needs guns but they changed their name after the release of this record that i'm gonna play a song from so they were still the album art for this record still says this town needs guns on it but anyway this is a math rock emo band Q from Oxford, England. And I'm going to play the first song off their second record. The album is called 13000. The record, or I'm sorry, the song is called Cat Fantastic. Here we go.
I'm all about the more upbeat, happy-sounding math rock, dude. Most of it's more in, like, the Foles, uh, more, like, post-hardcore vein. Dude, yeah. I gotta tell you, I in my experience, I, I find math rock usually sounds more like this and less like Foles, so you should point me in the direction of more math rock stuff that sounds like post-hardcore stuff, because... Okay. That's not my experience. I guess you're... You know what, dude? You've been listening to, like, L1011 and bands like that for... Yeah. For years now, right? And they're they're definitely yeah. more in that happy vein. Yeah, I guess so. I never really thought about them as math rock, but I guess they sometimes fall into that vein. But like th- these guys, they actually they cite their influences as owls, American football, and make believe. Certainly American football, and that's yeah. that's kind of what I like about them. It's that lighter. It's it's um uh, you know it's emo. It's in the it's in the emo vein, but it's got some of those like more complex guitar guitar work and stuff like that i i love that guitar riff that just kept happening that little that little ditty that they did there yeah um i love it it's good but stuff. anyway that was a band called ttng that song was called cat fantastic which is uh my screen name on uh, snapchat just kidding <laughs> it's not cat fantastic but i'm not even on snapchat so yeah whatever all right Keith, what you got for us Last track of the night. All right, dude. I got another doozy. Now, here's the beauty of the age in which we live in as music lovers, dude. Like I said, I'm finding more and more great artists through artists on Spotify. Uh, The members of Fake Fruit, I don't know which one. Let me see if I can find out. Uh, They've got a playlist on here. Okay. Uh, Alex. So Alex is the, okay. Alex plays guitar in fake fruit. He has a playlist on Spotify. Guess what this, what the playlist is called. What's it called? It's called, Hey, listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's how you get somebody's attention right there. Uh, And I listened to it, dude. And I'm glad I did. Uh, there is a great group on here called naked roommate. The album is called Do the Duvet. I don't know why, Travis, but I love this red album cover. It's just popping, dude. I love that color of red. That is, it's popping. It's popping. Everything about this album cover is cool. It's got like an old um, like punk rock uh, concert flyer vibe to it. Uh, this almost looks like one of those like flimsy like uh, 45 sleeves, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and the music is fitting, I'd say. Very minimalist. Uh, punk stuff you're gonna love this dude all right so again the artist is naked roommate this is an album called do the duvet came out last year this song is called repeat
Uh, yeah, there's definitely a, th- a th- like a theme, and in- I'm telling you, man, this is what I'm saying. So I heard like some, like a, almost like a 80s new wave punk talking heads kind of came to mind to me. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I can hear that. But yeah, this is interesting. I, I hey, I'm all about this, man. If the if the uh, if the 80s are coming back, but with a, a a new spin on it, like I'm I'm all about it, you know. Well, like I said, man, I've been hanging in this vein, as you can see from the music I brought tonight. Yeah. It's good, man. I like it. I really liked the simplicity of the song. It was, and the song's yeah. called "Repeat." It's perfect. She just said, "Look good, smell good, show up on time, repeat." That's the entire Dude, the, that the entire song. Words to live by, right there. You could. That's a mantra, you know. Yeah. I gotta do is smell good, show up. What was the first part? <laughs> Look good, smell good, show up on time, repeat. You know, sometimes it's better to show up early, Q. Not according to Naked Roommate. That's true. Okay. All right, dude. That's all we got today. This one is fucking like, this is going to be like an hour and a half long, dude. My God. That's because we each had, we had multiple clips, you know, had some of our tracks. Had to do it. Sometimes you got to do it. Well, I've got an awesome outro picked out by ours truly, Mr. Mitchell. He's been sharing with me a bunch of really good, like what he thinks might tickle me just right in the, in the metal vein. And Mitchell, you've got me pegged, dude. I'm I'm more into the like the desert rock, uh, I guess I don't know, stoner rock, stoner metal. I'm all about it, dude. It's a good gateway, dude. Yeah. Gateway drug into metal. Well, this album was perfect for it's just the right amount of rage because I was feeling it, dude, after what happened to me earlier today. I'm gonna share a quick story with you all. So I'm in college right now. I'm taking online courses to get a bachelor's in cloud computing. I took an online exam today. Uh, For you IT nerds out there, you know that the CompTIA exams, you got to take them to get your foot in the door in the world of IT. So I was all ready to go. Took my Net Plus exam today. Online proctored exam. Literally completely done with the exam. I had like three minutes left on the timer. I was going through my answers, just, you know, double checking everything. And then the entire system crashed. We tried to relaunch it like four times. Long story short, they were like, we have to revoke your exam now. Uh, Here's a case number to follow up with uh, customer support. I'm like, what? But I'm finished. Like, I'm done with the test. It's fucking, it's it's tragic, man. It's tragic. I told you to listen to heavy metal right when that happened because I was like, this is it, dude. This is when you listen to metal. And I did, man. So to keep the story short, I got on the phone with customer support and they said, well, it looks like you're... Looks like your exam is all finished on our end, uh, but we have to double check uh, the records and over, and they're going to have to re-examine the recorded webcam because it's all like recorded. Like they have my screen recorded. They have me on a webcam recorded so they know I'm not cheating. And then we'll get back to you. I'm like, so I'm not going to know if I, if I passed this test for like two days. Needless to say, I was livid. Well, how are you going to get your anger out here? Let's hear it. Well, okay, so this isn't like your stereotypical like uh, Meshuga level, you know, rage metal. Yeah, as we've talked about, Q, there's there's many many branches on the on the metal tree, and there's a branch for everyone. So well, this this tickled me just right, dude. And I I just with all this built up like adrenaline and shit after I got off the phone, I'm just glad that there might be a chance that I don't have to retake that test. But I was just like, dude, I called you like right after, dude, and I was just... I remember. I'm sure you could hear it, my anger. 
So I pulled up an album. It's a self-titled. This is actually brand new, dude. It came out last year by an artist or by a band named Slowmosa. I think that's how you say that. Trav, you ever heard of them? I've heard of them. Yeah. Well, they're like right in the like Eagles of Death Metal, more Queens of the Stone Age, but a little more heavier like stoner rock kind of stuff. And I'm going to play a song from that album to fade us out here. Uh, so that's it for today. That's our What You Heard episode. Do we want to tee up what we're doing next week, dude? Because it's going to be a blast. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, you know, if you're if you're a regular listener, you may have remembered uh, we had four episodes last year devoted to the music of John Hughes films. And so we did Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We did Pretty in Pink, a couple of other ones. So we're going to do something similar, but it's going to be, of all movies, Q, the music of Dumb and Dumber. Now, you might be thinking, that's kind of goofy. Especially people who didn't grow up at the... Per- we were the perfect age for Dumb and Dumber. Let's just put that out yeah, there. Yeah, but like, forget about the movie. We put the movie aside. The music is like a 90s kind of alt-rock mixtape, if you will, right? Really similar to, in my mind, to uh, what you're going to hear in a John Hughes film. Yeah. Maybe, you know, possibly these uh, artists that you may not have heard of. It's the uh, Farrelly Brothers. And yeah. I feel like they're... A lot of their their uh, albums, a lot of their movies have great, you know, underground kind of music, similar to John Hughes films. So we thought it'd be fun to just dive into the soundtrack, pick some songs on there. We'll play the song that was featured in the film, but then we'll try to find a non-single from that band and play it alongside it. Yeah, so we'll pick a few a few bands from the from the soundtrack and and yeah, play the. Well, you just said it, Q, so I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> But yeah, it's going to be fun. There's some good stuff on here. We love this soundtrack. Just put it out there. We yeah. we played... I mean, this is one of the soundtracks I know for sure that I, I pirated this CD. You know? You're not supposed to admit that. Huh? Well, dude, we, we were all doing that in the early, early O's, dude. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So that's next week. Um, and then we'll see what happens after that. You know, we might... Well, yeah, I mean, we'll probably stay in the 90s, but you never know what's going to happen. So... All right, man. Well, that's that. I'm fucking starving, you know, because it's uh, it's dinner time in my neck of the woods. Uh, all right. So again, we're gonna fade us out with a track by an artist called Slow Mosa. Mitch, thanks again for the tunes. Good stuff. Uh, he brought us two songs today, man. He did. Um, all right. So I could not pick a favorite, but this one was the first one that had me going, "Oh, fuck yeah!" So this <laughs> one is track three. It is called There Is Nothing New Under the Sun. That's going to do it for us today. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. My name is Quentin. Oh, by the way, you can find us on Twitter at No Filler Podcast, and you can find us on the Pantheon Podcast website. That's our network, pantheonpodcast.com. I'm Travis. And I'm Quentin. Talk to you all later.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 